apologize. I'd like why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Hey everybody, welcome back to the to the Mental Health Today podcast. It's sponsored by the JAR Foundation. And um, it's a kind of a fun little show we've put together, very short. Usually try to keep around 30 minutes, impactful conversation where you can learn a little bit about what's going on in the mental health space. I've got uh, Damien and Brianna uh, today. So our, our guests, we got some cool, um, I think we got some cool information coming your way. So, so, and it's fun too, because we've got two guests, which, you know, makes it, which makes it a little bit even more, you know, condensed in the 30 minutes. We've got a lot more, a lot more content in a funny kind of a way. Okay. Damien, Brianna, what's going on? Who are you in the mental hey. health space? How did you get here? What's happening? Hey, Ken, how are you? Yeah, good. Loaded, loaded, yeah, loaded, right? I mean, really loaded. I'd start or start it right off, right? Get uh, it, Brianna? get it, Jimmy, and go for it. <laughs> start it right off. I mean, this is thanks for having us, Ken. I mean, this is a this is a great opportunity for us to kind of you know talk about what we're doing, but you know mm -hmm. uh, to be a part of really a really cool community of other people yes. on this podcast. Uh, you know, we we've checked them out. I mean, it's really uh, it's really great to be to be here. So 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 thanks. I yeah, absolutely. That. Well, you're doing some yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, so we're, we're, I'm Damian Salas and I'm the co-founder of grew and grew stands mm -hmm. for growing yeah. resiliency and entrepreneurial wellness. And grew is yes. a part of uh, a practice called open mind psychological, which was co-founded by, or actually founded by Brianna, um, Maddie. And so, um, I, you know, uh, joined open mind psychological, uh, in May of 2020 uh, I'm okay. also uh, on the faculty at Drexel University School of Entrepreneurship, so I teach entrepreneurship um, and, uh, you know, infuse some of this mindset stuff and obviously in the curriculum stuff, but also in the practices that I do, um, helping students start companies. Before that, I spent 23 years in mental health, in HR, you know, and doing performance reviews. I'm sure the dreaded performance <laughs> review and you know, leading all those HR things. Uh, you oh, know, Damien, so, we forgive uh, you, my friend. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and so I'm also a dad. I'm also a husband and a musician. What's happening? That's a little Brianna? bit about, yeah, Brianna. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Brianna Mady. I am a clinical psychologist by trade, um, but also mom and lover of outside and all that kind of good stuff. Um, in terms of my professional career, you know, I started out interestingly in the, in the children and youth services world um, as a caseworker 15, 15 plus years ago and, and decided mm. I wanted to get back and get in, my doctorate in, in clinical psychology at that time was with a non local nonprofit in, in Delaware County, um, Child Guidance, which, which really helped support my development and understanding community mental health um, across, the, across mm. development, across age span. It just gave me my foundation. And um, in 2018, I opened up Open Minds um, locally to as a private practice, 
really because I was in a I was in a vice president role and a really administrative role, and I wanted to I wanted to keep my feet yeah. wet in the clinical work, and I had to dig back in, um, and it gave me the opportunity to, and I just uh, I just fell back in love with 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 the work, um, and I I opened up in 2018 and and then brought. Um, Amy and, and Damien and, and some others along the way the past couple of years and we're up to 10 clinicians and out doing a lot of good stuff and the and working really hard for working from I was with a four-year-old to a 55-year-old today so we do a little bit of everything um, and lots of different hats but just really passionate about mental health and connecting in the community um, doing lots of different things so and Damien keeps me on my toes doing some of doing this work um, and really pushing outside just the the mental only mental health community and pushing outside and looking at uh, mental health across the, the bandwidth of different professions, which has been really, really uh, fulfilling. Yeah, I haven't I, you know, looking at the the grow, the concept that it's really interesting and in, in integrating the entrepreneurial side, you know, and what in kind of focusing on on a specific role in life and what may come along with that. That seems like it might be for some people more accessible, like the language is, you know, instead of mental health is this big, yeah. this, you know, this giant wall, right. And there's a lot of doors and, you know, you're not sure what door you can. And this is kind of this kind of friendly, Hey, if you're an entrepreneurial entrepreneur, here's some stuff that, you know, you're probably going to go through and coaching looks like a bit of coaching, but it's also mental health. Yeah. How, how yeah. did you come up with this idea or am I, am I getting that kind of correct? That's what I saw or felt like. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, you got, you, you, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, and, and Brianna kind of touched on it there. I mean, listen, I mean, if there's a message Ken, that I, you know, I think that, you know, uh, we want to make sure that everybody hears is that you know, there's an incredible optimism right now. I mean, there's uh, incredible advances happening, you know, with, 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 with brain science and psychology mm -hmm. We have science now. There's science. There's actual science that says that if you are a business owner or if you're working uh, as an employee and I, I, I go about that job entrepreneurially. Right. I said that right. Did I say that right? Yeah, entrepreneurially. I I better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, better say that right. Exactly. <laughs> you're a professor. To, yeah, right. There's science to say, though, that you know, you're more likely to be affected by mental health than if you weren't an entrepreneur. So that's the science, right? Oh, goodness. And so, yeah, I mean, so, you know, and that, I mean, think about the implications of that though, right, Ken? I mean, think of just recently the pandemic, yeah. right? I mean, in 2020, we all went through the pandemic um, and we heard that there was a skyrocketing of startups. I mean, people started yeah. their companies from, from every, you know, from every room in their house, right? Um, those individuals, some of them came in thinking that, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to build my idea out. It's exciting. Uh, I'm going to make money or serve a mission, whatever it was mm -hmm. that they wanted to do. And right now they could be feeling the effects of, you know, some, some, some mental health. And so, yeah. you know, and so we came up with this, I mean, we, we clearly Brianna's a background working in not-for-profit mental health, um, being a psychologist uh, and my work, you know, with startup and helping, you know, students and particularly, uh, you know, decide uh, about uh, an entrepreneurial career, it, it really just came together. I mean, it really just, it, we had a eureka moment, right? Where, you know, where um, clearly we, we have the passion to help people. Um, and there's a lot of people right now that are doing some work, meaningful work, mm -hmm. and maybe they don't realize that some of the things that they're doing 
is affecting the performance of not only themselves, but also of their company. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I, that so there's 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 this science, the practice around mental health is really starting to ramp up. We're seeing more and more, you know, uh, uh, models out there similar to ours there yeah. are okay. looking at this very specific populations like ours, like Brianna mentioned, children and family populations. And there's psychological models, clearly. And then more importantly, practices within those specific populations. Yeah. The entrepreneurial population is just starting to ramp up. We're seeing more and more you know, models, again, psychological models out there that are really trying to address, you know, a population of individuals that may or may not even know that why they're, you know, they're not growing their company or, you know, why they're feeling these way, this way, you know, if it's anxiety or depression, they're kind of inter interconnected, right? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, impact that, that performance. And I think to Damien's point, like not only they might not be aware, right. They might think it's normal. You know, Damien yeah. and I got that startup. Oh, yeah, sure, for sure. It's normalizing like, yeah, like I'm not, right. I haven't slept in a week. Right. And right. yet I'm snapping at my family members or at my somebody, the, per, the, the person I'm working with. And I'm, I'm not making a decision because I got decision fatigue because I, I haven't eaten and I haven't been sleeping. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but that's normal, right? Like that's not, that's actually not normal. Yeah. Like, right. We actually could yeah, yeah. up that performance. We can help support um, executive functioning and some of these cognitive distortions and right and help regulating differently and, and see that performance improve, right? See the experience of the excitement as Ken, I'm sure you have experienced the excitement of the startup and the growth yeah. and just maintenance stage of being a part of a business and being a part of something that's fulfilling and built, helping to find that back to the point of positive psychology, helping to find that and really rolling with that to, to fill that person's cup, right. Rather than sitting in burnout, right. Rather than sitting in the distortions or thinking that, yeah, this is normal. This is okay that I'm in this startup grind. Um, and this is where yes, I'm at. I could totally see people saying that. Totally. Yeah. We do. I mean, everybody, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a part of the culture, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, honestly, and listen, I mean, this is great. I mean, we're talking about this because, you know, in some respects, you know, when I entered the academic entrepreneurship space, I had no idea about this research. The research wasn't yeah. there yet, but now that I'm there, I'm kind of like, Gee, I got to do so. I mean, this is just, this is, you know, my background in, you know, community mental health, not for profit mental health, where, you know, we're working with individuals with severe psychiatric disabilities yes. or addictions or homelessness um, that are very on the very bottom of the economic ladder. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, again, supporting uh, lots of individuals who need that. Um, I said, I, I, you know, and that's that, that's where I that's where I learned business. I mean, that's what I did. You know, HR, as I keep saying, I ha we had to do something. We we're like, OK, we have this information. We can't just sit on it. So yeah. you know, that, that's when, you know, we got together, the three of us, as Brianna just mentioned, and said, okay, how do we develop a real model, right, that can actually address this and, and, and be based in evidence, an evidence-informed model that right, uh, right. can address some of these issues and hopefully make impact in people's lives? And to Damien's point, like, I'm just going to say, say this. When we first started, look, when Damien came to me and said, this is, this is a problem, yeah. I said, let me let me actually check this out, right? Like, ah, like give me a second, yeah, right? I got my own right, data. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, give me yeah, a second. Yeah. Um, and I looked at the research, and I was looking at there was one study that I could find from the World Health Organization in Turkey at the time, and I said, this is this could be a problem, right? And but but then I saw how they built out the the solution in the in the in this article or you know in this research project 
honestly, they got money. The, the World Health Organization put money in this in this entrepreneurial um, work in Turkey to see how their mental health can improve. And it was based in cognitive behavior therapy. And I said, Damien, that's what we do. Like, that's what that's what I went. That's what mm-hmm. I got my doctorate in is cognitive behavior therapy. Right. Like, is there is is this model? I said, that is interesting to me, but I can understand that. Right. So because just because we think when we hear the word mental health, we associate it to the stigma of certain diagnoses or certain experiences hmm. um, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what mental health is, right? That's not that, that that's not the end. The buck doesn't stop there, right? People go through different experiences that impact the way that they see the world and they, the way that they experience things around them. And that's exactly what I was seeing in some of the research that I, the very little research that we were finding at that time um, is that cognitive behavior therapy and techniques around what we're doing, which is more than, you know, you hear about executive coaching um, and coaching and life coaching, which is, you know, it's all wonderful, but it's a different, it's a different approach. It is applying cognitive behavior therapy to this experience of the startup, the maintenance, the ongoing experiences that that are different than just um, somebody who is navigating um, in in a, a traditional job, right? And in a traditional, um, more of a traditional setting. And it's important yeah. that people who have, who can support those, it, it, it was just really important for us. So the more and more I looked at it, I was like, there is something there. I think that there's something missing here. Yeah. Hmm. There's something that we could do, um, around this. Yeah. And we're not seeing any of the data, right? I mean, if you see reports about the, pre- the prevalence of mental illness, I'm, gonna, they're, they're, I'm sure that these researchers, and they're doing great work, there's no doubt about it, are not taking into account the number of people who started companies, particularly in 2020, which is 5.6 million people started companies in 20, which is a mess. Think about that. And against the science tells us that two thirds of people who start companies are affected by mental health. So 5.6 yeah, million are, and people. And they're dead, right? They're gone already. And so, yeah, and so... And as and as Brianna just mentioned, right? I mean, uh, you know, executive functioning. I'm sorry, executive coaching, really is centered on the organization, right? Solving the problem for the organization, or at least looking at solving the problem by looking at the organization. Where our approach, we started with the question: is how can we help the individual? Yes, yes totally. And yeah. when we help the individual, again, take a psychological approach to it, psychology approach to it, versus an in uh, industrial psychology approach to it. Uh, you you come from it from a different uh, you know you, you come about it from a different perspective and uh, clearly those individuals work within organizations if it's a startup or if it's a small business or if it's a large business and that's what we're doing impacting yeah. those guys and gals of course yeah and I really yeah, yeah. To the university yeah, level. Cool. sorry Ken I was yeah. gonna say I think that some of the work that we're starting to do you know we just we were out of Temple University last week uh, with students and you know some of these universities are just experiencing and obviously I'll speak for Damien because this is what he literally does, right? Like they, they, they might have dollars associated to competitions and, and students falling apart, students not being able to see things to fruition because they are struggling both navigating academics and managing a competition mm. and trying to do a start, trying to start up. So, so, you know, it's, it's also like, you know, I, I think I pushed Dave, like, even though Damien's in the, the academic world, like we started in, in just the, the idea of like small business. And I said, I think that like, we got to be looking at thinking about these college age kids too, who are going to be when continue to be the future of startups too one day and getting out because 
what if they what if we don't give them what they need in in that 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 initial stage that they're not that they're getting out of it and they're not they're never even truly launching um, post college into things. Um, so we did a, we've been doing some workshops for some local universities around us, and that has been has been great. Like that that has been just a wonderful connection too to help support and see some of these students really connecting with. Um, supporting their own mental health and their own needs to balance out academics and the pressures of trying to do startup and during college. I, I think it's just great that you've got a way for people to, you know, who are running a business and a way for them to reference what's happening with them, right? Their feelings or emotions as they're going through the business and it's, and just make that connection to how it's impacting the business. 100%, so, you know, I, I, I know that this is the way I'm feeling or behaving. And it's like, whoa, I match up to that behavior. <laughs> okay, what is that? To, you said that's, that's right. a yellow flag for what? Oh, yeah, that's kind of me. And yeah, yeah, that is, I do see how that's kind of impacting. And you're yeah. not going to get that from coaching. You know, the coaching comes from a different angle, right? I totally, even if it's personal coaching, yeah. uh, you're, you're looking, you're, you're not really looking at matching up the emotion side of it. No. And yeah. what's but going it's also on not- in your head. Right. It's not based in science. Right. I mean, again, cognitive therapy or it's a little bit intellectual. of a... right. It could be right. I mean, again, and it works. I mean, this is where we're not saying, of course, and it, and it does work in, in certain circumstances. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 you know, if 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 you think about, again, the science or the research around yeah. uh, why businesses fail, you know, everybody, uh, you know, cites the uh, clearly if you run out of money you got to close the doors. I mean, that's it. If you've run out of cash, game over. Um, uh, the product market fit. They always talk about the product market fit not being there, right? Yeah. And then team is always uh, a, the number one, two, or three reason. Again, if you look at the top reasons why businesses fail. But it, it doesn't provide. Again, it's great information, but we sat there and said, okay, what's, what's that mean, right? Because um, if you start drilling down to it, Teams are the reason why you probably don't have a product product market fit. Teams yes. are probably the reasons why you made the decisions to run out of money. Um, and so, the, again, executive coaching will be there or training around team development. We've all been to them a hundred times. They really just they fall short. It just takes you to this. And it doesn't take you to what you really, yeah. really need to do. So that's what really we're trying to solve. We're like, okay, there's some great you know models out there. Um, performance reviews. Again, I did them for 23 years. I developed them. I dismantled them, rebuilt them. I mean, for thousands of employees. Sat there with an employee. You do a performance review. You say, okay, this is what needs to get done. Um, but you don't really provide that employee what really, I mean, what, what, what's, what's stopping you from taking your um, um, improvement to that next level. And again, that's yeah. what we're, we've tried to address. We are addressing um, with our model that's some of the why right you right. know why, it's why? funny that you it's funny that you mentioned the um like oh i can connect with that or i you know you know in that in that experience last week when we did this this presentation at temple you know we tried to chalk it was chock full right like we just wanted to do so much and and uh we were so excited it was yes. their student association remember that it's cool. it really yes. great yes. right so we were pumped um and one of the feed like they, they it was great feedback really good feedback one of the feedback was um you know that some of the students really liked wanted to do more they wanted to dive more into yeah. the cognitive distortion part and okay. it, that to me was like just so interesting like it was cool to hear and 
we didn't get to switch. Like it was like me, Damien, and Peter. It was he's one of our group clinicians, and we didn't even get to switch because I was like, well, Peter. I think Peter and Damien might have switched us, but I didn't move because like I was in knee deep into like yes, these guys right. talking about their, what they want, and I'm just yeah. like, all right, yeah. we're not moving, guys. Like we're gonna stay here, yeah. but you know they they wanted more around cognitive distortions where we we it was going into cognitive distortions, and there was a part about executive functioning and a part of self regulation, right, and mental health and, and yada yada yada, but. It was just such a cool, it was cool feedback for me to hear that what I probably should have slowed down further on cognitive distortions because people want to, people want to think about how they're thinking. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think we're there now. I think, you know, I yeah. think society is, is yeah. we want to kind of start to peel the, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of take the can opener and peel that sucker open and go. So when this happens, that's what's going on. And, oh, yeah. I can kind of, I can stop that. You know, I can right. stop that goofy stuff. Oh, okay. How does that work? Yeah, I think and college students will be all over that, especially if they're yeah. entrepreneurial. Sure. Thinking, yeah, that had to be that had to be kind of rewarding, awesome. right? Like we're oh, on to awesome. we're on to something. Yeah, that, it was, was cool. cool. And at the same time, too, I was like, oh man, like I wish you know, like can, you guys want us to come back? Do you want us to do just you know? We were, we, it was great. But then I was like, oh man, I hope that like let's get them some more stuff then, or th send them yeah. some articles. So that way they can do it if they want to dive into it. It was, it was good. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think that that's is is trying to find where it fits and who it fits best with and who's ready for it. Hmm. Um, not everybody's ready for it, right? Like, even though we, we were in a room of 30 right. people, I knew that there was going to be some people. That's why yeah. we I wanted to make sure we did different things because not everybody right. is going to connect to yes. cognitive distortions, right? Some people might connect better to the, some of the executive functioning pieces that, that go on um, when our physical health is declining, right? So, so it's figuring out how to connect with people and where they're at in this experience because it is it's a lot as we all know right it's, it's a Big lot that we all that we have to navigate do you see this do you see this as i i mean for me it seems obvious in a way maybe the question is more of like a leading question but it, it seems like we're going to come up with more of these types of i guess that you're calling it uh not a treatment i forget what your methodology right where you're kind of identifying yeah. you know first responders for example yeah. And yeah. this is the kind of stuff you're going to be going through as a first responder. You know, I'm sure that's in the training, right? I'm sure they're giving you psychological support in the training. Probably not. <laughs> and, you know, this is what you're going to go through. And here's some of the treat, you know, here's some of the techniques you can use. Is that like, is that what I'm, you're going to, th you think we're going to see more of an application like that for that's mental health question, or an man. opportunity? Yeah. I mean, Damon, I think you have to take, so I'll give you my perspective in, in, in that, but I think Damien is would be good to talk about in terms of what he's doing right now with Drexel as a result of what we've been doing with Gross. So yeah. I think yeah, what's, what happens now with this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, the the see, so there there is there is for sure. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm I'm there's a lot in my brain right now. Yeah, yeah, it's all it, trying to get out at once. It's all. It's all <laughs> It's all trying to get out at once. I mean, yeah, we are seeing students, I, I believe, kind of, you know, understand that they're um, they're much more open to it. I mean, they're much yeah. more open today than they are. I mean, even even, you know, even five years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I, can, I forgot your question. Can you repeat what you yeah, just said? Yeah, it was it was it was more. It was like, yeah, and I didn't frame the question very well. To be to be to be fair, it was pretty poorly framed. So I I can see this kind of approach where you've got a you've got a right. niche in a way, right, with business right. people and entrepreneurs, and 
it seems like this is going to be very similar to somebody else in a different role. And oh, yeah. is there going to be somebody like you guys developing something for, say, first responders or, right. you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, you know, other kinds of, cha- I say, like a channel or, or groups of people that would have a similar experience. And the yeah, data, you know, it makes sense. The data would also show these are things that might get in the way of success or, or. Yeah. And I, I guess and I, I knew where I was going with that. And, 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 and so, cause the students are so much more receptive, much more receptive mm. than, than even in the past. We, and as Brianna was kind of mentioning that as educators are on the front lines. Yeah. Right. Um, and some of us recognize it, you know, I, you know, I, I, I guess I, I have the, uh, you know, being fortunate of, you know, having spent 23 years in, in that, in that space. So I see that I've seen it and again, not a clinician, but you know, you know, working in that area so long, you, 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 you get to see these things and understand these things a bit. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get to the point. Okay. That's a great question that, uh, uh, um, uh, professors, uh, academics are trained in, uh, uh, mental health first aid. And I think that's what you were alluding to, right. Seeing that, I mean, you would hope, um, that would happen. Um, uh, I know when discussions, uh, some universities, they've discussed having the faculty because they're on the front lines, right. To be trained in some triage that if they're seeing with, they're, they're there with the student and that student is experiencing some, uh, you know, mental health, uh, challenges that they're able to say, okay, this is, you know, what I can need to do next, right? And if it's referring someone or saying certain things, again, not from a clinical perspective, from the layperson perspective. Yes, I, I think that more and more people are probably taking um, some of these trainings that are available, like first aid, you take for, you know, cuts and scrapes and CPR. They have that for mental health first aid for the layperson. Yeah. Um, is that the future? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I think technology is definitely going to be a future of it as well, Ken. I mean, I think that we're going to see more integration between, you know, mental health services and practices and models or, or whatnot integrated into some technology. But I think all of that um, is predicated on uh, an area that we're also focused on, and that's impact. You know, I mean, listen, you know, we come from, keep saying it, the not-for-profit mental health world. And if you know that world, man, and it sounds like you're going to be in that not-for-profit space sometime real soon. But in community mental health, there's no money. And you're always uh, Mm -hmm. talking to either state legislators or local legislators or, uh, you know, uh, uh, other uh, funding sources, uh, you know, looking for resources to serve the people that, again, have very little uh, and, you know, you're, you're, you're looking to do that. And so, you know, we came from that world. We understand that. Uh, to get to those points that we just mentioned that you that you just brilliantly uh, suggested, which is a great idea for, for people to understand, um, to be trained in first aid mental health uh, is going to require advocacy uh, advocacy at a pretty, pretty, pretty impactful level. So we, we are um, um, working to change uh, accreditation standards. So if a university is accredited uh, by a business school and they have a program that looks at students and and helping students uh, start their companies. Currently, right now, they do not uh, include wellness as a part of the accreditation uh, for any university to to do that. Again, knowing that two-thirds of the students may be impacted by mental health, we want to change that. We want to work with those accreditation bodies and say, you need to include include wellness when you accredit a business school, right? I mean, think about it. Uh, you know, we want to impact best practices as well. We want to go to companies and say your policies and performance reviews should include just something. I mean, your, your, your employees are asking for it. Their EAPs are now very, very 
uh, you know, they've expanded the EAP services, yes. employee assistance program. You know, let's take that to the next level and let's talk about how you impact, you know, and talk about how you uh, rate your, your employees and how you in, improve their performance with, with some positive mental health. So yeah. these are the, the, the what, right, go ahead, Brianna. Jamie, I'm going to pause you real yeah. quick on the, and of course, interrupt you. Uh, but the EAPs is like that. That's what, yes. that's the interesting piece. That's what I was going to say is like, yes. Ken is like, I don't, you know, yeah. I, I think that there, there, like there will be replications of mental health first aid, um, in yeah. different places. I absolutely do, um, for different, for different, uh, populations. However, yeah. I, I think at, even at the larger scale EAPs and employee assistance programs, I've seen that. It's a completely different world than it was 10 years ago. Oh, it's amazing. And, and, and yeah. the number of companies that are investing in EAPs and investing in their employees to get access to care in different it's unbelievable. ways. It is unbelievable, actually. Like that is something that I think like, will there be a model that some that that everybody employs? I don't know that, but I do think that the that there will be money that goes to to, to wellness in the different places mm. for in companies because I think that people are recognizing the impact of it to performance um, That's and, and to people. Totally. So I do think that that will happen. I, and I think particularly with EAPs, I, I, we definitely see that. And the employees are asking for it. I mean, everybody's asking. I mean, literally yeah. everybody. Come on. I mean, and now at this point, mental health. Come on, really. That's. I mean, again, that's the that's the that's the opportunity. Up the optimism. It changes access. Are, it changes. Finally, people are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. are talking about mental health everywhere. Businesses, entrepreneurship, schools, everywhere. And there's a lot of studies to show that it's a it's a it's an ROI for companies. Yeah. Right. There's there's a massive ROI on business performance. Yeah. Uh, for every dollar you spend. Uh, you get it back in business performance and even yeah. absent, even simply probably the break even is abstinence. You know, just yeah. people not calling in sick, people yeah. not getting not getting sick. I mean, first off, yeah. is you know, right. you're having a, a a tough. You may not be able to go to work, and you're going to call in sick, and it's a mental health sickness, right? You're not physically yeah. ill, but you've you've got a day where you just got to, you can't come to work. You need time off, and um, and then yeah. you know if it's really bad and you're able to sustain coming to work over time, you you know you're going to get physically ill. And you know, that's a big cost yep. to the employer right there. But I think just, just the absence part. Yeah. And, and, you know, is probably a break even for whatever money they spend after that, you know, you're getting, you know, really happy, you know, more, you know, hopefully happier, fun, you know, yeah. definitely better functioning and better humans to each other. Yeah. I mean, the workplace yeah. is an enormous source of stress for people. It is. Um, it is particularly you know, today, I, right? Yeah. It's particularly today. Um, how about some closing thoughts? I mean, it's been it's been f very interesting to learn. I mean, I think for people listening, you know, to to hear what you're doing, this this is a really cool spot and a place, kind of a kind of a space to watch. I think uh, as far yeah. as as far as it being developed and further looking, connecting the the two and and knowing that if I'm an employee, if I'm an entrepreneur, these are the kind of things I'm going to be facing. And here's some you know here's some yellow flags. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. I think maybe you know some. I think you almost had some closing thoughts with the the integration of employee welfare, uh, those programs, in what you're doing. What do you what do you think the space looks like in the next? And and maybe also too, how do people find you? So like, maybe those two things. You know, how, what does it look like in the? What does your space look like? What does a company look like? What do you want to do? And how do we? How do people find you? Yeah, I mean, let's let's start with how do people find us? It's it's www.openmindpsychological.com. 
Um, you can go there. I know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big one there, but uh, you can find us there for sure. And please, uh, you know, reach out uh, to us and, and, and give us some feedback. That would be wonderful. You know, I, you know, there, I, I kind of alluded to it a little bit there, Ken, there's going to be some technology, right? I mean, uh, you know, with, with artificial intelligence, uh, we don't know mm. what, what, what ultimately is going to play out um, as it relates to, um, you know, providing, uh, you know, services and, and, and best practices and what we're doing. Um, you know, I, I, I think that I think that, uh, you know, in terms of the business, you know, I, I see it growing for sure. I think it, it, it expanding out to, mm-hmm. you know, helping those uh, those institutions of higher learning, um, you know, better, um, you know, uh, uh, provide resources to their students. Uh, it, it's the same uh, um, idea that is that, you know, when you have uh, students that are um, uh, focusing on their positive mental health, it's going to impact their community, which is yep. going to create a, a stronger community and it's going to create retention within those students. Um, and uh, they're going to hopefully uh, perform better within their their business and, and, and lower that failure rate that we hear often about you know, about businesses. So maybe future businesses, if you ask me five years from now, I think, I think we will impact failures uh, of, of companies. I think, you, you, you know, I, I hope uh, all of us that are doing all this work and there's a bunch of us doing it, uh, start really kind of chipping away at this mindset that people have about startup being a grind and being stress. Yeah. There's going to yeah. be stress, man. There's no doubt about it. I'm not going to say it's not going to be stress-free, but to learn how to manage that stress when you're dealing with, you know, finding money or, you know, uh, having to find customers or whatever it is that you're doing with the business, there's, there's people taking care of that and addressing that now. And I think that's, it's super exciting. Yeah. Really cool. Watch your sleep, watch your eating, physical health, mental health, they all go align. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think, you know, understanding how our, our thoughts and our emotions impact our behaviors are huge. Um, and, you know, just knowing that there's support out there, whether it is through reading and, and learning more on your own um, mm-hmm. or connecting with somebody for sure, but, but not, um, not sitting with it by yourself um, for sure. Yeah, I talk a lot about that sometimes, you know, with different, different, sometimes this show and sometimes the other, you know, the podcast, but people talk about it quite often. You know, if you're in the dark and I think that's entrepreneurs included, you know, reach out, right? You know, it's pretty, if, it's, if it's dark, you know, spread your fingers out and put your arms out yeah. and, you know, touch somebody because there's somebody else that's out true. there either oh, lost yeah. <laughs> or there's probably help. Like, like, I think what you guys are doing, I just love the grow, the, the whole concept around that, uh, the integration, bringing those ideas, bringing everything together and being able to articulate it for entrepreneurs so they they can you know at least understand what their feelings normal what they're going through is pretty common and there's ways yeah. and there are say not not treatments but there's behaviors there's ways to kind of interrupt those thoughts and and to kind of manage them and turn them into you know turn them into the right behaviors cool yeah. stuff yeah. thank very you, cool Ken. stuff thanks, thanks Ken. yeah thanks so much um brianna thanks so much damien thank you know for for being a part of the show being part of the fabric um, just hang on. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw a little commercial up. Say goodbye to everybody, and um, and I'll see you on the other side. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, loose baby. But we're about to go and 
make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're gonna go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.